What is up? How is everybody doing? I'm so glad to be uh, speaking to you guys. I'm excited to share this podcast that I will be titling My Biggest Fear. Um, now, I was recently um, doing a phone interview uh, for a podcast uh, with a good buddy of mine um, who's an amazing, aspiring life coach. And so I'm, uh, I was asked what my biggest fear is. Now, this person has seen me train. Uh, they met me when I was doing my American Ninja Warrior training. And um, they, they know my perspective on fearlessness and, and doubt and, um, and, and fear and doubt and how they go hand in hand. And I absolutely hate fear and um, I hate doubt. And they hang out together all the time because it's the, it's the doubt in our abilities that make us fear our potential. Um, I, I believe that if we all came to see our true potential for what it really was, we would feel a lot more convicted by our actions um, and we would feel called to do more in almost every situation. Um, it would change, if not what we do, how we do what we do, uh, for sure. So um, I, I do care so deeply about maintaining the spirit of fearlessness and and making sure that I'm checking myself to not be afraid in, in almost every situation. But anyway, so when I was asked what my biggest fear is, my response naturally was uh, my biggest fear and my only fear is to operate with a false sense of readiness uh, or being less ready than I actually am. Uh, that's my biggest fear. And so I, I did a little bit deeper thinking about it. And I said, hmm, I bet you that's where my deep desire to always maintain the true perspective. As a life coach, I, uh, I teach and preach perspective and how key it is and how we see things as we are and not as they are normally. And so when you maintain a true perspective, you have a better chance at least of seeing things raw as they are and then you can appreciate it as it is instead of it always being influenced by you know how you're feeling what's going on with you uh which could really distort your view of whatever you're looking at uh, whatever situation you're looking at whatever thing you're looking at whatever so um it's a virus of the attitude a poor perspective is so um but i wanted to break it down and put it in much more simple terms less philosophical less deep right so what does it mean to be ready uh, that's the next question i asked myself a person might ask themselves what might they ask themselves what does it mean to be ready uh, by definition to be ready is just in a suitable state for an activity action or situation it means to be fully prepared that's what it means to be ready so um, another definition said it's easily available or obtained um, whatever you have, whatever you're, you're ready when whatever you need is within reach. Um, so I, I like that as well. Um, but anyway, so I have to go into, I say, uh, to be fully prepared is what it means to be ready. So what does it mean to be prepared in a state of readiness? These two go hand in hand. Uh, what was funny about preparedness is that it actually said, especially for war. Um, and it's funny to me because every time I talk to, uh, high schoolers or college players before a game, I, I make sure that they know that their preparation has prepared them for this big moment, right? And so um, it sounds like they're the big game, a football game or a soccer game. Um, I'm telling someone to be prepared for that is kind of like war. I, I teach my athletes to have a mentality that they're going out there to do battle and they got to come back victorious. And so it's a it's a huge uh, correlation there. But I just thought that was pretty funny. Um, anyway, so back to my biggest fear. Um, now, I always want to make sure that I maintain a true perspective because I don't want to think that I'm more ready than I am. And then when it's time to, to get put to the test, I'm not ready because normally you find out if you're ready or not in the test. Right. Uh, you, your teacher walks in. Like, Yo, we got a pop quiz. Sit down, break out a pencil. We're going to answer these five questions 
and you answer the five questions, all of it is something that you probably should have read. They didn't tell you that you would have to be uh, ready for it. Pop quiz on. They didn't tell you that you were going to be tested on it, but they told you that you should read it, that it'd be in your best benefit to read it. And you didn't, right? So, and you take the test and you fail it because you didn't read it. So in this situation, you're not ready for what it is you knew you should be ready for. Now that's when we have ourselves to blame and that's an easy uh, thing to, uh, to fix. Do what you're told, do what the hell they tell you to do, right? So very simple. But um, normally there's an, extra qu- there's an extra question on there. And sometimes when the teacher's nice, they throw you a softball and say, who won the game last night? You know, it might be something that piqued their interest. But the great professors, the great uh, philosophers, the great uh, teachers, they always ask you something that might have been between the lines, that if you really read it, they don't want to know that you read it. They could tell that you read it from the five questions. On question number six, they're asking you if you truly understood it. And so that question will be pertaining to the understanding, um, the wisdom that you could have received from it, you know, if, if, if that's apl- applicable here. But that question, I want to be ready for that question because that's where my true understanding of what I read is shown. Um, and so I think when you get that question right, you gain favor from the teacher. They, they did see you as, you know, a young uh, scholar versus uh, another kid in their class, um, if, if you want to take strip it of its uh, glory or whatever. So I have to ask myself, um, okay, well, the way life is, do you think you'll always be ready for situations um, that you can't see coming? Uh, wouldn't that kind of leave you with a fear of the unknown? And I say, well, it could leave me with a fear of an unknown, or it could leave me with a hunger to, to obtain more wisdom. Now, your preparedness or your preparation is always going to be beneficial to you. Um, when you are prepared for a situation, there is never a bad time to be prepared. I don't care what you're talking about. Um, it could be a natural disaster. It could be a test. It could be a question from uh, someone that you're interested in. It could be a question from your parents or a teenager. It does not matter. It's always a good idea to be prepared. So if being prepared will always leave you with a uh, better s- situation, then I think that it's always beneficial for you to be prepared. So preparedness is always beneficial to you. So thus, it should always be a priority to you. Um, and really, how do you... How does a person stay prepared for all of the spontaneous situations um, in, in life? How is that even possible? And how can I really uh, expect, how can I be ready for all of the things that I don't know about? How can I be ready for the unknown if I struggle with being ready for the, for the known, right? If I struggle with the things that I know I'm supposed to do, like most of us would say. Um, I think if you find yourself in that category, like most of us, then you should really pay attention to what I say next. Um, it, it's just that the way you prepare for spontaneous unknown is to prepare and train yourself in the principles, behaviors, and wisdoms of universal truths. So not things that are only right in situations, but things that are going to be right in most situations, all situations, things that you cannot be wrong on because right and wrong are not subjective. Uh, these things are law and there's a compass that's inside of us. And just like there's laws of physics, you know, there's a law of gravity. There's, um, there's something that says whatever goes up must come down and, you know, things like that. Um, that's the same way it works in the spirit. There's a right and a wrong, a good and a bad. Um, 
evil and, and good. It, it's very simple. The compass does not point north, south, east, and west like a, like a compass for navigating um, in the world or an atlas or something. This compass goes left and right. This compass goes one way or the other. It is very simple. Um, and the, <laughs> it's normally detrimental to ignore the sign if you use your compass or you, you can't really not use your compass. Your compass is always at work. So if something happens, you feel it in your spirit. Before you say anything, you feel a certain way in your spirit. That's your compass at work. Um, it's very beneficial for you to make sure that you keep that compass uh, very clear, easy to access, very easy to read. Um, anyway, so and if you, if you want to know what I mean more by universal truths, you got to reach out to me. Um, the definition of universal it means simply existing everywhere or involving everyone. Um, universal definition also says including and covering all or whole collectively um, or distributing without limit. It, to, to be universal is to be of something, to, to be related to something. Um, it, it, how, do, how do you say this? Yeah, I just said it. Anyway, so if you are interested in finding out, you know, what I mean uh, more about these universal truths, uh, please reach out to me. My Instagram is Mr. Self, or if you read between the lines, it might say Mr. Heal Thyself. Um, but anyway, reach out to me on Instagram, uh, you know, or on here. I love you guys. I hope this has been beneficial. Um, please, please, please. Share this if you felt like you got something out of this. I hope everybody stays blessed. Peace.